0: Welcome to Real Men
1: Talk with hosts Anthony Kernut and Craig Reynolds. Alright guys, welcome to Real Men Talk. Today is June 24th, 2022. And we are excited to announce that the Supreme Court has overturned Roe v.ersus Wade. Um, I'm going to be real honest with you. I did not ever think... That I would have seen this underneath this is this administration. Um, this is huge. This is huge. Now I want everybody to understand what is happening here. The fact that Roe versus Wade was overturned does not mean that there will be no more abortions. Um, What it means is that the federal government will no longer be able to have have any influence um, or be able to fund abortions. It is all strictly up to the states. So if you live in a state that already supports abortion, then they can still continue to do that um something else that i had seen already that uh governor parson's here in missouri um, has already signed law that abortion will be no more in in um in the state of missouri so if you live in a state like missouri that uh that's exciting um and there will be s- Many more states, I'm sure, that will follow suit with that um, probably by the end of the day today. And so um, this is exciting. Um, This is a step in the right direction. Um, We have a mandate to continue with this um, momentum that we have here. Already we see Supreme Court and I can't remember what his name he's he's already wanting to tackle the issue of contraception and gay marriage, um, which is also exciting. Um, Let's let's get it up there to see what happens. And um, so as as we would all predict, um, Biden has decided to address the nation about this issue, and um, I won't play that video here in a few minutes. It's it's about I don't know about 13 minutes long or so, and um, yeah, you know, I, I want us to to hear it, and we're going to discuss it. But this is this is exciting news. This is exciting to see um, that this nation under such a liberal and corrupt um administration that we have right now that we still see God on the move. Um we still see that our prayers are being answered. Um you know abortion uh, Roe versus Wade come into play in 1973. Here we are what 50 years almost with with Roe versus Wade. When you talk about abortion and, and I know that we've discussed this before, especially when the letter was leaked and all that good stuff. There is a, uh, a spirit of idol worship. Um, and what that is, that is a worship of self. You, you know, the, I, I seen the most appalling thing um, the other day on Twitter. I was, I was flipping through Twitter and this, um, this picture come up. And these women were walking around and they were in all white and they had red on their crotches of their white pants. And they were carrying little fake baby dolls in signs that said abortion without apology. And this mentality of it is okay to to kill somebody and and they they chalk it up as if you know well life doesn't start until conception but yet they they hold the baby dolls and that represent babies and then they they have blood on their clothes you know and so these these babies that they're trying to kill is it's heart-wrenching is what it is it, and it, it's disgusting and people should be ashamed of themselves and it really just goes to show where the level of evil that is in in america today so biden addressed the nation we're going to go ahead and we're going to listen to this and um and then we're going to discuss
2: it today is a uh, it's not hyperbole it's just a very solemn moment Today, the Supreme Court of the United States expressly took away a constitutional right from the American people that it had already recognized. They didn't limit it. They simply took it away. That's never been done to a right so important to so many Americans. But they did it. It's a sad day for the court and for the country. Fifty years ago, Roe v. Wade, was decided and has been the law of the land since then. This landmark case protected women's woman's right to choose, her right to make intensely personal decisions with her doctor, free from the interference of politics. It reaffirmed basic principles of equality, that women have the power to control their own destiny, and it reinforced a fundamental right of privacy, the right of each of us to choose how to live our lives Now, with Roe gone, let's be very clear. The health and life of women in this nation are now at risk. As chairman and ranking member of the Senate Judiciary Committee, as Vice President and now as President of the United States, I've studied this case carefully. I've overseen more Supreme Court confirmations than anyone today, where this case was always discussed. I believe Roe v. Wade was the correct decision as a matter of constitutional law and application of the fundamental right to privacy and liberty in matters of family and personal autonomy. It was a decision on a complex matter that drew a careful balance between a woman's right to choose earlier in her pregnancy and the state's ability to regulate later in her pregnancy. A decision with broad national consensus that most Americans of faith and backgrounds found acceptable, that it had been the law of the land for most of the lifetime of Americans today. And it was a constitutional principle upheld by justices appointed by Democrat and Republican presidents alike. Roe v. Wade was a 7-2 to decision, written by a justice appointed by a Republican president, Richard Nixon, In the five decades that followed Roe v. Wade, justices appointed by Republican presidents from Eisenhower, Nixon, and Reagan, George W. Bush, were among the justices who voted to uphold the principles set forth in Roe v. Wade. It was three justices named by one president, Donald Trump, who were the core of today's decision to upend the scales of justice and eliminate a fundamental right for women in this country. Make no mistake, this decision is a culmination of a deliberate effort over decades to upset the balance of our law. It's a realization of an extreme ideology and a tragic error by the Supreme Court, in my view. The Court has done what it has never done before, expressly take away a constitutional right that is so fundamental so many Americans that had already been recognized. The court's decision to do so will have real and immediate consequences. State laws banning abortion are automatically taking effect today, jeopardizing the health of millions of women, some without exceptions. So extreme that women could be punished for protecting their health. So extreme that women and girls were forced to bear their rapist's child. With the child, the consequence. a consequence. It just, it just stuns me. So extreme that doctors will be criminalized for fulfilling their duty to care. Imagine having a young women have to, ch- to carry the child of incest as a consequence of incest no option too often the case the poor women are going to be hit the hardest it's cruel in fact the court laid out state laws criminalizing abortion that go back to the 1800s <laughs> as a rationale the court literally taking America back 150 years This is a sad day for the country, in my view. But it doesn't mean the fight's over. Let me be very clear and unambiguous. The only way we can secure a woman's right to choose the balance that existed is for Congress to restore the protections of Roe v. Wade as federal law. No executive action from the president can do that. And if Congress, as it appears, Lacks to vote to votes to do that now. Voters need to make their voices heard. This fall, we must elect more senators and representatives who will codify women's right to choose into federal law once again. Elect more state leaders to protect this right at the local level. We need to restore the protections of Roe as law of the land. We need to elect officials who will do that. This fall, Roe is on the ballot. Personal freedoms are on the ballot. The right to privacy, liberty, equality, they're all on the ballot. Until then, I will do all of my power to protect a woman's right in states where they will face the consequences of today's decision. While the court's decision cast a dark shadow over a large swath of the land, many states in this country still recognize a woman's right to choose. So, if a woman lives in a state that restricts abortion, the Supreme Court's decision does not prevent her from traveling from her home state to the state that allows it. It does not prevent a doctor in in that state from treating her. As the Attorney General has made clear, women must re- remain free to travel safely to another state to seek care they need. My administration will defend that bedrock right. If any state or local official, high or low, tries to interfere with a woman's ex- exercise and her basic right to travel, I will do everything in my power to fight that deeply un-American attack. My administration will also protect a woman's access to medications that are approved by the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, like contraception, which is essential for preventative health care, mifeprestone, which the FDA approved 20 years ago to safely end early pregnancies and is commonly used to treat miscarriages. Some states are saying that they'll try to ban or severely restrict access to these medications. But extremist governors and state legislators are looking to block the mail or search a person's medicine cabinet or control a woman's actions by tracking data on her apps she uses are wrong and extreme and out of touch with the majority of Americans. The American Medical Association The American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists wrote to me and Vice President Harris stressing that these laws are not based on are not based on evidence and asking us to act to protect access to care. They say by limiting access to these medicines, maternal mortality will climb in America. That's what they say. Today, I'm directing the Department of Health and Human Services to take steps to ensure these critical medications are available to the fullest extent possible. And the politicians cannot interfere in the decisions that should be made between a woman and her doctor. And my administration will remain vigilant as the implications of this decision play out. I've warned about how this decision risks the broader right to privacy for everyone. That's because Roe recognized the fundamental right to privacy that has served as a basis for so many more rights that have come to take, we've come to take for granted, that are ingrained in the fabric of this country. The right to make the best decisions for your health. The right to use birth control, a married couple in the privacy of their bedroom, for God's sake. The right to marry the person you love. Justice Thomas said as much today. He explicitly called to reconsider the right of marriage equality, the right of couples to make their choices on contraception. This is extreme and dangerous path the court is now taking us on. Let me close with two points. First, I call on everyone, no matter how deeply they care about this decision, to keep all protest peaceful. Peaceful, peaceful, peaceful. No intimidation. Violence is never acceptable. Threats and intimidation are not speech. We must stand against violence in any form, regardless of your rationale. Second, I know so many of us are frustrated and disillusioned that the court has taken something away that's so fundamental. I know so many women are now going to face incredibly difficult situations. I hear you. I support you. I stand with you. The consequences and the consensus of the American people, core principles of equality, liberty, dignity, and the stability of the rule of law demand that Roe should not have been overturned. With this decision, the conservative majority of the Supreme Court shows how extreme it is, how far removed they are from the majority of this country. They've made the United States an outlier among developed nations in the world. But this decision must not be the final word. My administration will use all of its appropriate lawful powers but Congress must act. And with your vote, you can act. You can have the final word. This is not over. Thank you very much.
1: Okay, so here we are. We heard it from the president. And I'd like to discuss this. The first, first off, let's just discuss with, um, about what I think he did right during this speech. Um, he called for a peaceful protest. Um, thank goodness um, that that was the one thing he did right. You know, he called for peace. Um, he didn't not that I think people will listen to him. Um, I think we're about to see, you know, uh, riots in the streets and all like we did during the the, the BML birth um going through and rioting and and people acting crazy and burning cities down i hope i'm wrong uh, I, I do um but i got a feeling we're going to we're going to see some of that so let's let's kind of dig into um his speech here as he addressed the people today um after this um the supreme court uh, vote you know, he kept on going back to constitutional rights and health for women. Of course, he had to throw in, you know, that it was Donald Trump's fault. You know, however you feel about Donald Trump, it doesn't doesn't matter. Um, but what Donald Trump did during his administration allowed us to be here today, like him or not, it doesn't matter. I'm not. I'm not trying to, you know, throw a jab in there for Trump or whatever. You know, that's not what I'm trying to do. But facts are facts. Um, It was overturned today because of the things that were done during that administration. So um, and of course, he had Biden's got to make sure that he blames Trump for it, just like they are for everything else, because it's nothing this administration has done it's always somebody else's fault um so um you you know he goes on about health and 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 the life of women you know and how how he just can't can't believe that a woman who has been raped or is pregnant because of incest uh, would have to carry a baby Um, the the facts are that less than one percent of the abortions, are due to rape and incest. Um, that means like ninety nine percent are because of, of more than likely selfish reasons. Now, don't get me wrong. There are there are those that are you know because a woman's life a woman's life is in danger. You know, that there are those that would be a tough decision to make. Um, I don't know. But the vast majority of the abortions are for selfish reasons. The woman's right to choose. Well, let's just be honest. They can choose not to have sex. If you don't want to have a baby, don't do the deed. It's pretty simple. Um, you know, he kept on talking about how it was a sad day, and it was a solemn day, and and that you you know he he couldn't believe that uh America, you, you know that that the Supreme Court has has overturned this this constitutional right, and when when we say that that we are pro life, when we are pro life, that is what we mean. These people are killing innocent babies. Innocent babies that are biblically... Sought after. You look at, you look in the Bible several times, God talks about a baby in the mother's womb. Um, John the Baptist was, was uh, filled with the Holy Spirit in his mother's womb. You know, he knows, he knows us before we're even conceived. And, and you can go on and on and on. The right to protect life. Is what is what happened today, um, and it's it's a big day when America for the last fifty years did not see that as a fundamental right. Man, I, I'm I'm telling you, I'm excited about it. it you know, me and, and myself and and Craig can't be here today. Um, he's pretty busy and so he couldn't do this but craig also um you you know as as a christian we should be excited for today and so so we go on um and you know he keeps on talking about the extremist um that uh, honestly i'd probably be considered an extremist i'm pro-life if if that If that makes you an extremist, then I'm an extremist, I guess. And, um, you know, the Supreme Court nominees, you know, Clarence Thomas was the um, the the Supreme Court um, guy that was talking about, you know, also going after contraception and gay marriage. You you know, I guess he's an extremist also um, is what Biden's saying. And so, you know, I am thankful for these men and women that are on. Our Supreme Court that hold value to life, I am thankful for it. Um, One thing that he absolutely nailed was this fall. Um, You know, he kept on talking about you. You know, we've got to get out there and we've got to vote and we've got to. And he's absolutely right. The job is not done. So. It's up to the state this this fall um, I want to say it's August 6th I, I don't know I could be wrong about that but it's somewhere around that timeline is we are we are voting for Senate, Congress you, you know um, governors it is it, it is a vital time for us to be voting and us as Christian, us as Christian men, us as Christians period should get out and vote because the job is not done. If we put people in office that do not value life, this will not stick. It will not stick. You will see more States that will, um, vote abortion rights. Um, you know, like California, New York. Those are the two main ones, obviously always, um, you know, but you see these blue states that are already Illinois, um, that are already uh, pushing for abortion rights anyways. If we do not overthrow these people who do not hold value to life, nothing will stick. If we vote people in that do not value life in the in the states that are against abortion now, they will be for abortion next year. We as Christians cannot allow that to happen. We have got to vote. We have got to get out there. We have got to show people um, support that hold godly values. Look, look for people. You know, here we are. We're getting ready to come up uh, on July 4th, Independence Day. One of the greatest days in the year for this country, and the the freedoms that we have, one of those is to vote. We need to vote godly values. This This may be a victory today, but if we do not do our part, it will not stick. We have got to do our part. Um, so I, I hope that maybe I brought some clair, uh, clarity today on what happened. I hope that, um, you know, it, it, as always, if you've got any questions, email me, uh, me or Craig, um, realmen at Uh You can find us on Twitter, Instagram. Um, Facebook message us. Um, we'll be happy to ask any questions. If maybe you don't understand what happened today, I can, I can, you know. Hopefully, we can bring some clarification. Uh, if not, point you in the right direction. Um, you know, if you if you got questions, why I believe the way that I believe, I have no problem discussing that. Let me know. Um, you know, but. This, this is a big day and um, I, I hope that you see it that way too so as always I'm going to end in a prayer Holy Spirit teach us to be leaders of our homes, communities and churches and as always teach us to be godly, courageous men in Jesus name Amen
0: You've been listening to Real Men Talk, brought to you by Palace of Praise Church in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. If you would like to get in touch with us, shoot us an email, realmen at palaceofpraise.com or visit our website at palaceofpraise.com. If you're a man age 16 and up and would like to be a part of the conversation, join us at the Palace of Praise every Thursday night at 6.30 p.m. If you don't have a home church, consider joining us for worship on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. and 6.00 p.m. Palace of Praise is located at 1400 Herschel Best Boulevard in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. New episodes of Real Men Talk drop every Thursday at 5 p.m. You can find us at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor.fm, Amazon, and more. Real Men Talk is a production of Palace Media Service.